right, welcome to Old School, Jane Huger, Ben Mangos. Look at this, Kate Flattery's here. How fun is that? It's going to make an entrance. I blew it. <laughs> there you are. Always make an entrance. All right, so uh, you guys know Kate. Uh, among the things she's done, uh, Meredith on The Office, uh, a Carol on OK, KO, Let's Be Heroes, Brooklyn 999, Comedy Central's Another Period, It Goes On and On, Dancing with the Stars. It goes on and on. That's yeah. You can't stop so, so I want to ask Kate about Dancing with the Stars tour that she was on in a second. Uh, but first, of course, um, Old School brought to you by uh, the thugs at ShopTYT.com. And since we're recording this on April 20th, i.e. 420, I'm wearing this shirt. Yes, oh. that's at ShopTYT.com. Um, as Trump would say, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, it looks innocent, uh, but it, it can be quite complicated Especially, you know, depending on the form that you have. Um, but anyway, happy 420 or 421 or whenever you guys are watching this. Your uh, your Trump impersonation is, is not bad. It is really an impersonation of Alec Baldwin doing Trump. But that's also <laughs> not bad. Like, any way you slice it, it's, it's not bad. Uh, a, thank you. Uh, B, it is literally an impersonation of Alec Baldwin doing Donald Trump. It's that's spot on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steal from the best. Steal from the best. That's right. Steal exactly. from the master. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, why bother doing your own? He already did a good one. <laughs> totally. <laughs> what, what am I, a sucker? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so this period is a fascinating period, these uh, couple of days here. 420 is for weed. Uh, 422 is Earth Day. Um, and is... 421 or 420 Hitler's birthday? No, today. Today, Hitler's birthday. Yeah, I think he'd be 100 and, uh, I'm gonna be 132 today, I think. I think it was 1888. I mean, I'll check with the guys in the meeting later tonight, but I'm pretty sure it's, uh, I think I'm pretty sure it's 132. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, those boys, funny, those boys are fun. Yeah. Yeah. See, they that's... just got back from running over a nurse, so uh, it's going to be a big night. <laughs> Which they almost literally did. Yeah, uh, I mean, she was in the way. She was blocking traffic, so what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Um, so that, that actually leads me to, I guess, one of my first topics, um, which is what jokes are permissible? Um, because, uh, Ben, nice job on the Third Reich joke to start the show. Uh, but anyway, uh, so I was joking around on Twitter and Kate, since you're the professional, I'll run it by you. Um, so, uh, no, no, not on the quality of the joke. I, I just don't like people. I don't know if you're supposed to be humorless during tragedies or not. Like I, I, I joked around that Dr. Oz said that kids should go back to school, even if it kills two to 3% of them. Uh, and, and I know why all of us parents know why, because he's been homeschooling the kids and, you know, at any cost, send him <laughs> back to school. Uh, I think every parent would agree. And then I said, hashtag pay teachers more. Uh, and, and of course the instant reaction as expected was Jake, you know, really it's not worth the two to 3% of kids dying. And, you know, I'm surprised you'd make a irresponsible comment like that. And homeschooling is not that bad. I'm like, See, this goes yeah. back to the steal from the best thing. Uh, you want to steal from the masters, but 
you uh, you 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 blew it because Dr. Oz got a lot of heat, so you're going to get a lot of heat. The heat is on. The uh, I think that it. Uh, uh, first of all, this is a defense you don't often hear. Um, in Dr. Oz's defense, I was just—I think he was just talking about two to three percent of their grandparents. <laughs> um, no, I know. I actually clarified that on the show, and then I got—and then Anna hit me with a, a Turkish bias that I was defending him because he's a one of the other three Turkish Americans in the country. The uh, yeah, I mean, but two to three percent. So I mean, you know. It's like a couple million grandparents or 10 million. I, don't, I have no idea because I have no idea how many old people there are in the country. Seems like a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, it was unthinkable. And then two days later, he got bailed out by Dr. Phil. I mean, no, last week was a terrible week for Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's ben, I don't know if that's the right time for a joke like this. Uh, sorry, I apologize. Yeah. Very serious and... Uh, and by the way, Dr. Phil, after bailing out Dr. Oz and then being left out of the game of musical chairs, is like, can I get a Dr. Drew in here? Where's Dr. Drew? Does Oprah have a role with Dr. Drew or no? No. He's yeah, out. I don't think so. Yeah. So uh, Rachel Ray is in the Oprah corral. But, but she didn't do anything terrible, right? Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, so I... <laughs> um, I, I, the mo the one that most disturbs me, and I suspect Jenk that this might be true of you too, is uh is Dr. Drew, um, and I guess I just missed that he went a little crazy, and at least by 2016 it was exposed. You know, he was diagnosing Hillary's brain injury on CNN. That's I guess what cost him his gig at at CNN. But Dr. Drew is a, uh, and he's been on the Turks, um, and I got a couple of friends who are associated with Adam Carolla who adore. Dr. Drew. Sure. And we we met him and we like him, right? Jack, I mean, personally. Yeah. Right. And he he is an enormously talented guy. I mean, Dr. Yeah. Phil and Dr. Oz are talented in that they can talk their way out of a situation, but they're obviously hucksters, right? They just it's that was clear from day one. Dr. Drew, super talented broadcaster, really talented, yeah, gifted, yeah, yeah. even. Sure. And he, and and doctor. and I thought was looking to help people, right? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't need to be called doctor. I'm just saying like, he could just be a broadcaster. Like That's right. He could I, just be a guy who, who, yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm Drew, whatever. What's his last name? Pinsky. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, this is the Drew Pinsky show. Yeah, actually, and he'd say at times, look, I'm a medical doctor. I can tell you about you. But he didn't, right, he didn't have to be catchy. Like, he, he didn't have to sell used cars. He could have worked at a <laughs> Lexus dealership. <laughs> you know what I just realized? Um, lawyers are screwed by having the JD at the end rather than the front. Right. There's nothing to put in the front of a lawyer. So like the doctors get to brag all the time, like Dr. Drew here. Like, whereas if you had to say Drew Pinsky, MD, people would be like, you're kind of a dick. Right. That's right. So, That's right. Right. So Jake Uger, JD, I've never said because no, I, don't I get like it. being punched in the face. Right. And, and but, but nice work there. Letting us uh, reminding us all that you were a lawyer. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. That's <laughs> the whole point of this whole thing. And so. But lawyers don't have anything in the front, so we can't be like, oh, you know, whatever. Let's, uh, let's make it up. I mean, this is what we do uh, partly on Old School, Kate, in case you don't know. We, we like, we've come up with, uh, we invented, uh, uh, it, what was it, uh, uh, what was our quotient last time? Instead of intelligence quotient, what was the, uh, we didn't really well, name it, we just came up with EQ. Yeah, but EQ is actually real. We didn't, we didn't I know, really it's real, but we redid it. 
Yeah, we, yeah. we specified it just to your behavior of following the rules of a pandemic um, right. and whether you understand how to navigate civil society. Uh, but we've invented many words on old school, as Cenk has pointed out. There's an entire book of words that we invented on old school. We just need to come up with the thing that you put in front of a lawyer. What about counsel? Can't we call you counsel? Counsel? Yeah, yeah it's got to be shorter. I like to be shorter. Yeah, Not but like council. Yeah. I think it has to be new too. Okay. Like council has this, you know, council would have been good a couple hundred years ago, but that uh, that ship is that ship is sunk. Um, so I think that uh, I think we have to think of something, you know, just two little letters and a thing, and you could say, you know, something that uh, that would just be kind of catchy. That's that's as sort of robust as doctor. Yeah, council Uger makes no. you sound like you're either from the 1800s or from Star Trek. That's what I was going to say. It, it suggests that you're from another time. Well, I yeah. just watched The Mandalorian, and I loved it, so uh, that'd be fun. <laughs> okay. uh, but it does. It sounds like a Mandalorian counselor. But let's. Uh, but we'll, uh, like, uh, like, CR could be the thing. You know, you uh -huh. counselor from, from counsel, and R, you're just stealing from doctor, but then we have to figure out what it is. Cockter? Cockter. Sure. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I think I got to work on that one, right? <laughs> I think it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they are lawyers. I mean. <laughs> yeah, there's an R at the end. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Kate, when you're on a tour with Dancing with the Stars, yeah. what do you guys do? What, what happens on the tour? It's a, it's, the show's about an hour and 45 minutes, and it's... Uh, what we do is we sell out because it's packed. They have a huge, crazy fan base that throws a lot of money at their shows. I mean, because they, there's a meet and greet they could pay for. So we did meet and greets every before every show. It was be yeah, usually like a hundred people, and then the shows would be a minimum of of twenty five hundred people. Packed. Wow. And what are they paying to get in? Um. I'm guessing I'm I, I'm not sure, but I think about two hundred bucks, and I think the meet and greet is even. I think the meet and greet is like five hundred bucks. It's a lot. Right, it's a ton of money. Yeah, um, and some people went to different cities as if the show was going to change or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, but, um, so, and then, and it's not just people from your year. It's like a, a tour of of of, of, of greats. I was always celebrity. They only have one celebrity at a time, but I, for some reason, got uh, most of the of the of the tour. I got 54 of the 80 uh, gigs, but I only got to do 43 of the 54 because we got shut down. Right. We were doing right. So you got well, you did 43. So you got 80 yeah, percent. I was pretty good. Actually. Yeah. yeah, I only missed 11. That's not bad. I'm 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 actually very pleased. And I, you know, <laughs> uh, I was supposed to have a little break for two weeks, and so I was gone. Uh, when they were in um, New Orleans, so I was really happy not to be. Or New oh, Orleans, yeah, that's not a break. Yeah, it was. Yeah, beginning of March, it was starting to get really scary. Yeah, no, no, people got coronavirus in New Orleans in the beginning of March. Yes, yes. I've just, stories about that. Just a few yes. days with it, but people they would tell people not to touch us or hug us or or shake our hands, and people couldn't help themselves with the meet and greet. They'd be like, nah, you know, crying, and you're like, oh my god. Well, it's a little like paying 500 to go to a meet and greet and being told that you can neither meet nor greet, which uh, I think is going to frustrate some patrons. I gave a lot of eye contact. Yeah. Right, right, sure, contact. right. Hey, hey, what's up? Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, uh, I I always remember that David Copperfield meet and greet that my wife made me go to. That was the best. <laughs> Such a good one. That's good my favorite beginning of my new sentence. I love this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember not coronavirus or anything. I went to go shake his hand. He starts to shake my hand and he looks at me like, like wait, I know you and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I never found out why. I never found out if I'm right. But it was like it was n- not an unclear look. Didn't uh, you? Didn't you like try to cut the line, like at the meet and greet with the Copperfield meet and greet? There was Wendy did something or you did something that nah, was a good. No, no. But I, I like I love the idea of throwing throwing your weight around totally yeah, for yeah. a meet and greet. Hey, you, guys, uh, you know who I am? Yeah, I sh- I should. Uh, among the people who paid hundreds of dollars for this, uh, I, sh- I should really step to the front because I'm, I'm kind of an internet personality. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like Turkish people, clearly. Yeah. No uh, by the way, thank you for reminding me, Kate. Uh, Dr. Oz, an actual doctor, a very successful heart surgeon, and it's not just my Turkish bias. Uh, in fact, uh, Turkish people I know think, what a shame. He was such a good heart doctor. Why he does embarrassing talk show. (laughs) (laughs) This is, by the way, pre-being a right-winger, pre-any controversies. And they would say it to me, full well knowing, I do a talk show. (laughs) Yeah, I don't see that sentence working with our lawyer word. Oh my God! Such a good doctor. Now he just do talk show. What a shame! <laughs> By the way, one of my good friends, who's Turkish, his last name—well, as you'll see, obviously, his last name is Cockturk. Sure, that's a good name. Yeah. Um, and in in Turkish, it really you have to. You, sorry, just real quick. If you if that's your name, that guy cannot immigrate to the states or Canada or uh, Great Britain. Like he can only stay in a place where English is at best the second language. Yeah, too <laughs> or late. Definitely after sixth, seventh grade, you, you just can't come before seventh grade because you're. That's you're right. Oh, totally. Oh, you're doomed. Doomed. Yeah, yeah. High school well, probably forget it. Just college. Yeah. <laughs> well, he f***ed up. He's already here. <laughs> he was here pre seventh grade, uh, and funny enough, he became a doctor. So he's now Doctor Cockter. So. <laughs> Almost Dr. Cockter. Wow, that sounds like a fantastic TV show. I would watch Dr. Cockter. Skinamax? Um, on Skinamax? Sure. Right, yeah. <laughs> if you saw Dr. Cockter on Cinemax, there's no one in America who's flipping that dial. You're staying right there. It's better than everybody Dr. knows it. What is this? I, show, <laughs> yeah. but I can't help it. I land on it and I just can't. Yeah. yeah wait to see if she takes it, gets rid of it. I like it. It just reminds me that, it, like, if you stumble on a show that you've never knew that existed, this this has happened a few times. Uh, it happens less and less because now, you know, uh, channel surfing is a thing of the past. It was such a huge part of, of all of our lives, I'm sure. It's how you watch TV. You just flipped around. Um, and now occasionally you'll come upon a show if you ever are in that situation. Back in the old days when people used to go to hotels sometimes and you have to flick around the channels. And and you'll come upon something, and it'll say season seventeen, episode fourteen, and it's a show you've never heard of. Like, <laughs> season seventeen, 
It's been on since 2002. Yeah. No idea. Never heard of it. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's happening. What on God's green earth has Dr. Cockter been doing for all those seasons? <laughs> my my uh, problem is that I see some of them, they steal, they're so lazy with naming some of these shows, especially on TLC. So I go to watch Little Women and I think I'm going to see a, a, you know, a classic story by Louisa May Alcott and it's like the little people, you know. Right, of course, right, definitely. That's right, yeah. You know, it's they're fantastic, but it's not what I expected. Can't they come up with a different name? Right, and then you realize that the 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 little is sort of off its axis, and it's kind of a cartoony little, and you're like, that should have been a clue that maybe this was not a <laughs> Louisa May Alcott adaptation. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of which, were you? I thought I read Kate that you were on the twenty eighth season of Dancing with the Stars. Twenty eighth season, yes. Uh, which sounds like we all, uh, you know, I mean, that people have been watching. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. But they used to do two seasons a year until this past year. Right. So it's really that. So they did like that's 13 really years. Yeah. That's it. Then, but uh, even that's a lot, though. That's that's still yeah. staggering. No, it is. Because when I heard that, I was like, man, I'm really old. Because I feel like Dancing with the Stars was a couple of years ago. And holy cow, we're past season 28. What am I, 97 years old? Two thousand and five. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, okay. But you know what? 2005 feels like it, it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, actually, that's when The Office started airing, was 2005. Is that right? Wow. 15th anniversary. Yeah. Crazy. How many, how many episodes did you guys do? I think 183. Um, so it was on for nine seasons and actually first season, we only did six episodes. So I kept my restaurant job in Beverly Hills. So I was covering my shifts during the week and working my Sunday brunch. Crazy. Oh, that's Amazing. awesome. You okay. tell, tell, tell Jenk where you worked. I worked at Kate Manalini on Wilshire and Doheny. Oh, you know Kate's. We, I was going to say, yeah. you know, Kate's, we love Kate's. Yeah. 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 That was actually the, I think maybe in the first place that Ben took me for dinner uh, in LA, uh, with Josh, um, so that's, that's probably awesome. right. That sounds right. Yeah. You'd be yeah. right. And I probably waited on you. And was there a, a bitter aging uh redheaded uh waiter waitress? <laughs> uh <laughs> wait. Okay. But no oh, so uh, I don't remember, and of course not, Kate. Uh but uh but you know what? I guess it's possible, right? It I mean, absolutely is possible. I worked there full time. I mean, you know, I was get doing some guest star stuff before that, but you know. I was in New York for a few years before that doing on Broadway, but I had like literally, I was by coastal at one point because I had a restaurant job on both coasts. Oh, that's Not funny. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, how you did got, you... You, got, you got your book, you, we got it. There's a time of uh, something from waitressing has to be in the title for your. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Waiting and waiting and waiting. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know, waitresses should also have a catchy, I, now I think everybody should have some equivalent of doctor. Um, well, so. Server, like the term server kind of sucks because it's so yeah. servant. Yeah. If you work in Beverly Hills, you get treated like a servant sometimes. I'm just saying. Not by you guys. Because I only remember the douchebag, like the, you know, I only remember the douchebags or the great tippers. I don't really remember anybody in between. And I know you won't you won't name them because you're too uh, classy, but there, you, you, you were treated very poorly by some very famous people, right? From time to time, yes, I was. Yeah. Yes. But mostly the, the famous people were nice, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. 
Oh yeah, but I mean, everybody we waited on was famous there. Everybody was famous. I was talking about the fact that literally there was one time that Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown came in with cameras because they were shooting being Bobby Brown. And for some reason, I think they gave money to the manager and just like walked in and everyone was freaking out because no one wanted to be on camera. And what's weird is that, you know, Whitney Houston was in the bodyguard. She was so high. I'm sorry, did I say that? Uh, her, her bodyguard tried to pick me up and I... <laughs> And I, I basically said, no, thanks, but no thanks. And he's like, I'm going to wear you down. <laughs> he's like, I'll be back and I'm going to wear you down. I was like, I'm getting threatened by Whitney Houston's bodyguard. Like, but you guys have been together like 15 years now. I mean, that's your just so it's, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I love that pickup I love, line. I love tough love. But no, it's crazy. It's yeah. I love that line of like, no, no, I know you're not into me, but I'm going to wear you down, okay? It's and like, the irony is that when I did Dancing with the Stars, we actually did the Viennese Waltz to a Whitney Houston song from the movie The Bodyguard. I'm like, my life is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to wear you down is, I'm going to hunt you down adjacent. Right. So That's right. It's very charming. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you ever wind up working with anyone that was a star that was rude to you when you were a waitress? You know, a little bit. Uh, n not too closely, though, thank God. Um, there was a few. Uh, I mean, other than other than Jane Lynch, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and you never told them, right? Uh, oh, my God. Thank God. Um, yeah, there were a few... Uh, male comics that were a little crappy, you know, and then I like later on, I, I you know, big, like, worked peripherally with somebody that I thought, you don't know, you don't remember, but I don't remember, you were a douchebag. I, I also remember going to a lot of award shows and, and seeing the people that I waited on, like a lot of the producers mm. or, you know, that were real, really tough, awful people. And they didn't even recognize me from the restaurant. So I did not remind them, but I did remember how awful they were. <laughs> 